Welcome to Simplify with Megan, the podcast where I help online coaches grow a life-first coaching business that's simple and sustainable while working less than 15 hours a week. My name's Megan. I'm a mom of two with baby three on the way. And since I started my online business in 2014, I have helped hundreds of online business owners start and grow their businesses to six, multi-six, and seven-figure businesses. I took a two-year sabbatical when I became a parent. And when I relaunched my coaching business as a mom of two, in less than a year, I've made over six figures while working as a true solopreneur for less than 15 hours each week while prioritizing my life and keeping things as simple as possible. I like to keep things real here. So get ready for the most authentic and activating business and sales coaching meant to help you make your life as a busy coach easier and not more complicated. Let's get rich together. If you want to grow a profitable online coaching business in a way that is simple and sustainable, then my 12-month program, Rich Coach Club, is just for you. In Rich Coach Club, we keep things simple and focused on low-lift and sustainable efforts that attract and convert your dream coaching clients. Rich Coach Club is for the coach who wants to make an impact working with dream coaching clients without hustling, burning out, or feeling stressed out. This is the only program that's focused on helping you get booked out in your private coaching so that you can truly master and refine a simple and sustainable business without working around the clock. I'm sharing all of the details you need to know about Rich Coach Club over at richcoachclub.com or at simplifywithmegan.com forward slash club, where you can watch the replay of the live masterclass I hosted teaching you how to make six figures from private coaching while working 15 hours or less. And you can learn everything you need to know about Rich Coach Club. The investment to join my 12-month program, Rich Coach Club, is $500 a month for five months or $2,500 pay in full. The doors to Rich Coach Club are only open twice a year. So if you're listening to this right now, the doors are open and they will be closing soon until the end of this year. I hope I get to work with you inside of Rich Coach Club. Go to richcoachclub.com in order to learn more. Welcome to The Productive Life. In this episode, we're talking about how to overcome your insecurities so that you can share and create content more easily. Welcome to The Productive Life podcast hosted by me, Megan Minns. This is the podcast for entrepreneurs who want to be more productive in their business and their personal life. Because as a business owner, your business and personal life are connected and we can't talk about one without talking about the other. Each week, you'll learn about productivity, organization, personal development, self-care, business strategies, and more. And now, let's get started. I'm recording this episode from my home office in Houston, Texas. It's a beautiful day. It's been in the 70s. It's ideal weather. It will not last here in Houston, so I'm just trying to appreciate it while I have it. It's in the evening, 5.30 p.m. I've got a glass of red wine, and I am excited to be talking about this with you because creating content has not always been easy for me. Sharing on social media has not always been easy for me. I'm a recovering perfectionist, and it's still not easy for me all the time. I am not perfect. I still struggle. Sometimes it feels easier than others, and sometimes it feels harder. But ever since I started the podcast and sharing more consistently on social media and Instagram, I have been getting some questions about how you can overcome your insecurities around sharing content and creating content. And there has been one major shift that I have made that has helped me overcome that feeling of insecurity, self-consciousness, 
or overanalyzing what I'm about to share on any medium, whether it's a blog post, a podcast episode, any kind of content, social media, products, anything. And I really think this shift, this mindset change, this new thought process is going to impact you and help you create and share more content easily without that overanalyzation, that questioning, that doubt that can so easily pop up when you're being vulnerable and sharing something. Because we've all felt that before. We wonder if it has any value at all. We wonder who we are to share this truth or our thought or our experience. Some of us may even struggle with feeling like it's selfish or conceited somehow to talk about yourself and your lessons and what's going on and what you think is important or helpful. And I have been there. I have thought those things. I understand them, but this mindset shift is going to really change everything for you. Okay. So let's dig in. It's very simple. The mindset shift you need to make to help you overcome your insecurities with sharing on social media and any kind of content is to tell yourself that if you are feeling compelled to share something, that it can only mean there is someone who needs to hear it. Let me say that again. If you have an idea, a thought, a gut feeling, that intuitive hit, that moment where you feel compelled to open Instagram stories and share something, that moment to write an email, create a blog post, record a podcast, or anything and everything in between, you have to trust that that means there is someone out there who needs to hear it. And you have to trust that and go for it and share it. And I tell myself this multiple times throughout the week. This isn't something you say to yourself once and it sticks. Definitely not. You have to keep reminding yourself that. And I just have to tell myself that if I don't share this because I'm insecure, if I let my insecurities prevent me from sharing, then that one person who needs to hear it won't hear it. And now some of you who have mindset issues, like we all do to different degrees. Now, don't get me wrong. Thinking this doesn't mean you think you're super important or you're very self-righteous or you're the most profound person that's ever existed. We don't have to go to that extreme. It's actually the opposite. Because when you start to realize that this gut thought, this intuitive thing that came to you that you wanted to share, when you think and realize that someone out there needs to hear that from you in that moment, it's actually very humbling and it completely shifts your mindset because it's no longer about you. It's about helping someone. It's not about your thoughts or your feelings or your day or your insecurities. It's just truly about helping someone. And you've got to just think about it from that perspective of serving someone. And if you let your fears and doubts and insecurities prevent you from sharing, then you are preventing someone else from getting help or inspiration or education or motivation or connection or whatever it is they can get from you you sharing your content. So anytime I feel like I want to share something, I trust my gut and I do my best. Again, I'm not perfect. Every single time it happens, I'm not great at it, but more than ever, I trust my gut and I share it. I don't really question, how does this fit into my niche? How does this fit into my brand story? How does this fit into my products? And those aren't bad thoughts. I'm not saying you shouldn't think those. But when you have that moment where you feel compelled to share, and maybe it's something you've never shared before, I want to encourage you to share it. Now, if you're in a situation where you can't actually post it on Instagram right then or post it on stories or create a podcast, that's okay. You actually have options to go ahead and still capture it so that you don't lose that feeling, that thought, that inspiration. 
And there are a lot of different ways you could do that. You could do that by taking a note on your phone, writing something in a piece of paper. What I've actually found the most impactful for me is to record a voice memo. So whatever phone you have probably has a voice memo capability. And I would encourage you that in that moment of inspiration, even if you can't sit down and actually create the piece of content, record what you're thinking. I actually did that for this very piece of content and I recorded a blip of audio. I think I had about a two minute clip and I recorded it over a month ago. And it was because I had gotten some questions in my Instagram DMs after the podcast launched and I was helping people and I shared unexpectedly this realization that I had been doing without even really figuring out what I was doing. And I shared it with someone in DMs and I knew in that moment that this was something I wanted to share on the podcast, but I didn't have a moment to actually sit down and record the episode. I didn't have a moment to outline what this episode would look like or even turn it into an Instagram post. But I did have time to whip out my voice memo, give myself a little voice memo clip of what's going on. I shared the context of why I was sharing it and then just went off the cuff sharing what the lesson was, what the gut instinct was, what I felt like I needed to share. And what was really great is that when I sat down to record this episode, I went back and listened to that audio clip and it put me right back into that source of inspiration. I was able to go right back to that moment where I felt so passionate about this. It was so heavy on my heart. It was something I knew I needed to share. And just by listening to myself be in that zone again, I'm able to channel that and be back in that place instantly. So if you can capture an audio clip, I would recommend that you go ahead and capture it and then save it in Google Drive or in Evernote or wherever you can where you won't forget it and go back and reference it before you actually create the piece of content. And if your audio clip is actually really good, bonus points for you getting to use that in content. One of my friends, Alex Beeden, has a great podcast, On Purpose with Alex Beeden. If you've never heard it, highly recommend it. She actually did this, and this is what inspired me. And so did my friend, Amanda Bolin, from She Did It Her Way. Both of them did this, where different circumstances, but they had both captured a story, a thought, a lesson they learned, an experience they were going through, and a voice memo. I don't know logistically how they captured it, but something kind of off the cuff. And weeks or months later, they added it into a podcast episode of theirs. So if your audio clip is actually good, you can do that. I couldn't do that this time because I was breathing very heavily and making tons of noise because I was doing stuff around the house quickly before a meeting. So it's okay if you can't, but I just wanted to throw that little pro tip out there that if you do record this audio clip, the cool thing about it is sometimes you can actually just repurpose that exact audio clip. But no matter how you capture this inspiration, whether you're able to share it immediately or not, I just want you to come at this from the angle that there is one person who's listening, reading, watching, or just going to stumble across you who needs to hear whatever it is that you're going to share, that you feel inspired to share. And if it only helps one person, it's worth it. It's not about you. And this mindset shift is really going to help you, especially if you're someone who's maybe a perfectionist or often overanalyzes and kind of doesn't do anything because you get analysis paralysis. I've been there. I can speak from experience about being in that situation. But by thinking this way, you become less attached to the content you create. You can just put it out there, trust that whoever is going to listen to it is going to listen to it and kind of forget about all of the stats and the numbers and the followers and the downloads and really just share it and trust that it's out in the world and you served someone and you can just move on and share the next thing that calls to you that you feel inspired to talk about. 
So this is the mindset shift. This is the thought process that has helped me put out a podcast episode every week that has helped me share more on Instagram stories and on Instagram feed and any other social platform, writing emails. This is what helps me put myself out there because don't get me wrong, just because you see me doing a weekly podcast doesn't mean that sharing is suddenly easy and effortless and I just have no insecurities and I'm the most confident person in the world. We all deal with those insecurities and those doubts and it's very, very normal. But by shifting your perspective, I hope this will help you create and share more easily like it has helped me create and share more easily and consistently. I know I talked a lot in this episode about those moments of inspiration, and I think those are the most important to capitalize on, but that doesn't mean you can't pre-plan what content you're going to share and be more strategic. You don't always have to come from that place of like instant in the moment inspiration, but just think about any content you're sharing, whether it's um, spontaneous or if it's planned and strategic, just trust that it's going to help someone and that someone needs to hear it and it will make a difference and it will make it easier for you to put out that piece of content in whatever medium it is more consistently, feeling good about it, feel more confident and do that more and more often. I hope you found this episode helpful. If so, I would love to hear from you on Instagram stories. I really enjoy connecting with everyone there, especially with lessons they're learning and takeaways from different podcast episodes. So be sure to tag me on your Instagram stories or even just send me a DM on Instagram. I'd love to hear from you. While we're talking about content, I do just want to go ahead and let you know that I have released a content calendar spreadsheet. So if you are someone who creates content pretty regularly and you have struggled to plan and organize what content is going to come live when, all your different mediums, your social media, maybe your blog or your YouTube or your podcast, then I want to share with you the exact spreadsheet that I use to plan my content and get a high level view of what content is coming out when. So you You can actually click the link below this podcast if you want to see my video walkthrough of the content calendar spreadsheets that I use and find out more about how you can download the exact spreadsheets that I use in my business. And again, you can just click the link below this podcast to go ahead and download that right now. I can't wait to see you overcoming your insecurities and sharing more consistently and regularly. And I will see you guys on the next episode. Thank you for listening to the Productive Life Podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, it would mean so much to me if you would share your biggest takeaway on your Instagram stories or wherever you hang out online. This helps me understand what you find the most helpful so that I can make more episodes like this one. If the Productive Life Podcast has helped you at all, please take just one minute to leave a review on iTunes so that we can help spread the word about the productive life with others who may enjoy it. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast to get the latest episodes sent directly to you. To learn more about having a productive life and business, as well as getting access to lots of freebies, blog posts, trainings, templates, workshops, and more, be sure to go to meganmins.com. I'll see you in the next episode.